What's going on, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You have tuned into He Said What? With your girl, Simply Bree. And I have a very special treat for you all tonight. Joining us is the one and only Theron. And he is actually going to be touching base on a couple of very important topics. So please, if you have questions, throw those in the chat and we will definitely make sure that we bring it up. Um, I'm sure you are wondering what is He Said What all about? Well, He Said What is a platform geared towards bridging the gap in communication between Black men and women. So we are focusing on a lot of topics and situations that are either going unaddressed or we are intentionally ignoring them and the best, the best way to actually heal is first to acknowledge what the problem is in our own Black community. So please make sure that you guys stay tuned. Like I said, if you have questions, go ahead and throw your questions up. And um, we're going to go ahead and get the show started. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, Theron, how are you feeling this evening? What are, what are your thoughts on tonight's main topic? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, touching upon, you know, the various issues that we're going to cover. I actually write about um, self-help and fiction. Mm -hmm. My fiction actually deals with social issues and my writing is dealing with self-development and uh, as a person of African descent or a melanated person, I feel that um, it's needed and necessary. Right. It's uh, a part of survival. Right. If we don't fix ourselves, it's never going to happen. We cannot depend on anybody else. Right. Yes, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, and to even add into that, like you said, you can't depend on everyone else. And I, I feel like we tend to lose sight of the number one focus, even when it comes to living and, and being healthy. It's easy to point the finger and blame someone who's in the spotlight for what it is that we're doing wrong. Um, and so this is how you have a lot of young children who are caught up in the whole social influences and, and following celebrities and allowing celebrities to dictate how they should live their lives. And now they're mirroring what it is that they see. So um, for me, I definitely, like I said, I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, we have to learn how to hold ourselves accountable and, and understand that just because you see someone else doing it or, or living a certain way, does not mean that that is going to be the cookie cutter way for you. So going into our, our first topic, which is look living and staying healthy. When you see that topic right there, how do you think someone who does not practice self-care or um, self-respect view looking living and staying healthy okay um i look at it both ways mm -hmm. i look at it as a human condition and then i can also look at it from the historical perspective of being a person of african descent or melanated um number one we live in a society that is geared towards um, it extracting, you know, your your mental 
you know, your mental value, you know, your physical work, your labor, etc. Because let's face it, a healthy-minded individual, an individual that is healthy in all areas, whether it's spiritually, mentally, physically, is an individual that cannot be controlled or manipulated. So the powers that be uh, need a class of people or society that is uneducated because that's the only way they can rule over them. And this goes back to Rome, et cetera. You know, that's why they had the, the cathedral and uh, the gladiators, et cetera, because they needed to keep the people's minds off of what is important, and that is their own lives. And once you start to look at your own life, you'll start to also look at the things that are affecting you from having a healthy life, um, the things that are affecting you from being able to live the life that you want. Once you get in that mind state, then you'll start looking at the factors that are causing the issues, you know, and that's what they don't want. Now, in regards, and that's for everybody, you know, whether you're Latino, Caucasian, right. person of African descent. Now, in our situation, we're, we're in a situation that nobody else is under because you have to realize that uh, our people, everything was taken from them. You know, their culture, their identity, their education, all of this was stripped. So the children, the offspring, that were born after, they were born under an environment of total ignorance of who they are. And they were given another set of rules and identity and education to follow. And this has never, uh, I, I should say it never been fixed mm -hmm. because after slavery, we would just let go, et cetera. Here you go. You're all broken up mentally, physically, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to help you. We're not going to give you 40 acres of moon. We ain't going to give you crap. You got to go out there and fend for yourself. Right. And then we create this education system, racist education system, that's going to teach you that your whole history started when Slavery, you don't have a history before that, even right. though, you know, your people gave knowledge, wisdom and understanding to all the human families of the planet Earth, created education, created all the social systems that created these religions and fraternities that everybody else followed. We don't, we're not going to teach you that. If you don't learn it on your own, you're not going to find out. Right. We're going to teach you that the whole world revolves around us. And unfortunately, a lot of Black people have not taken the time to gain a proper knowledge of self and re-educate themselves. So right. they love a life that is detrimental to their own existence. Yeah. When I say, I'm not going to say they don't like a life. They love it. Mm -hmm. They complain and crying this and that, but they will not take the time to learn a knowledge outside of what is presented to them right. that will free them from the bondage. Because in order to enslave a person, you got to control their thoughts. You got to control the knowledge that they possess. Mm -hmm. Because then you can tr control their behavior. Right. And if you allow them to gain a knowledge that's outside of what is the norm. Right. Then, you know, they're going to start trying to run away from the plantation. So although a lot of black people complain, you know, you love your situation. That's true. That's true. Because when you have resources to get you out of it, a lot of people just like to be the victim. They just, it's like, it's almost like crabs in a barrel, right? You have a bunch of crabs. Everybody around you is all going through the exact same thing. 
And you see that one person that's actually wanting to make a change and do something different. And you'll see them be successful and go. But instead of trying to figure it out so that you too can actually leave, you'd rather just be amongst the rest of everybody else. And, you know, it's unfortunate because a mind frame like that is also the same mind frame that's having children. And Mm -hmm. so what are they doing? They're passing the same thing on, the same mentality to their children, the same way of life. That's why you see a lot of people who are on government assistance where Yeah, you have the mind frame to become an entrepreneur, to be a hairstylist. You're doing it in your house, but you don't want to actually go out into the world and make more money or or produce more services because you're afraid of losing the assistance. But it's it's by design. And when I say it's by design, this mentality... um, Black people are not the only one afflicted to um, Caucasian people as well, because this is the way the society is on. And like I said, if you look at the history of Europe, you go back before England, France, Spain, et cetera, and you go into, like I said, Greece and Rome, this is how the foundations of their societies existed. Right. Even here in America, think about it like this. Only 10% of the population a little more make over a hundred thousand dollars so here it is black people we went through slavery etc all these years and we faced jim crow laws etc yeah we've gone through these things but sit back most caucasian people have not gone through these things and yet they still only 10 percent of the population is making 100 so what's their problem So a lot of them is under a mental spell as well. And their mental spell is worse than ours because you haven't gone. You don't don't face racism. You have all the opportunity to do. But it's just how the the mentality of how the society is developed. And it starts with education. It starts with education because let's face it, we're beings that our whole development is based on the knowledge that we're able to obtain because without knowledge, you cannot do anything. You cannot build. I don't care whether you want to build a house or you want to build a business, you want to build a family, you want to build your own life. It starts with knowledge. So if I can miseducate you and give you a knowledge that is only going to allow you to be smart enough to push a broom, then again, I can control you so the the society like for instance you go to school right and you learn to work hard etc and you get ahead Mm -hmm. but we already learned that that's not you got to learn the system and how it works to get ahead it's like for instance i give you a hammer right Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's a proper way to hit a nail, mm-hmm. and there's a proper way not to hit a nail. Because right. if you don't teach you how to use the hammer, you're gonna hit your hand. Right. So it's the same thing with knowledge. You know, we we used to always say knowledge is power. No, um, the right knowledge has the potential for power because you can learn the wrong things. Right. And you'll be doing the wrong things, etc. So that is very important. So when we talk about look, living, and staying healthy as humans, our existence is based around our mental, spiritual, and physical condition. So we must be aware and aligned with the nature of who we are in order right. to live a fruitful life. If we don't do that, um, then it's not going to work. And that's for anybody. And I don't, you know, whether you're Caucasian, Latino, Asian, mm-hmm. Black, etc. But for us as a people, if we do not get away from what's considered the norm as far as education, we're never going to make it because 
a dog and a cat are two different things. Right. You know, I I hear this all the time, and it especially comes from Caucasian women. They say it the most. We're all the same, and you know, why don't you just act like we're not the same? Right. Our history, our culture, um, genetics. Yeah. We're different. Black people adapting and accepting a knowledge and education that is detrimental to them is the reason they're in the condition that they are. Mm -hmm. All the leaders that have came, whether it was Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, Noble Drew Ali, and even Martin Luther King, they're always like to paint Martin Luther King as being some goofball, some passive goof. He was very smart. They never like to do the videos when he speak about the economic system, when he speak about black empowerment, when he speaks about self-empowerment. They, they don't never talk about the videos. When he speaks about the fact that black people need to build themselves they don't talk about them things they want to show him as being some other person but every leader that has come before us has said mm -hmm. that we need to get out of the plantation and when they talk about the plantation they're not just talking about on a physical level they're talking about on a mental and spiritual level as long as we accept this way of life um, whether it's the foods we eat, the social behaviors, et cetera, mm -hmm. we're never going to be able. Look what's happening right now with our young people in the streets, you know, of America, killing, robbing, stealing, doing all these things is because they have accepted a way right. of life that is not ours. We're not gangsters. We didn't go around the planet killing and robbing people. Right. We gave people knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. We built structures that still stand today. They can't even build buildings that last 100 years. These mm -hmm. are the type of people that we are. We were people of the mind. Mm -hmm. We didn't really learn all these different things until we came across Caucasian people. And I hate to say it, but that's just a reality. They're gangsters. They go around the planet killing and robbing and doing all that stuff. And because we accept their culture, we have that mind state that that's what makes us cool or in. That's mm -hmm. not our culture. That's not our identity. That's not who I are, who we are. And history proves this. Right. Like, things that we've done proves this. You think that if we thought we was gangsters or whatever, that we would have built the first universities? Right. We would have even given them knowledge when they didn't have knowledge. We saved them a few times when mm -hmm. the Middle Ages, when they were in the dark, we went over there and taught them all about sanitation taught them how to clean themselves taught them how to build etc mm -hmm. people of the mind and they've reduced this to gangsters and robbers and this craziness right so when it comes to crime and culture um and and you do see it a lot where um, a lot of the times you'll hear well there's black on black crime everywhere. You guys kill your own. Um, what is it that we can do to really just dispel that? Because um, granted, yeah, I feel like a every race has its own crime against itself, but why is it that it's almost like it's acceptable when um, someone of the uh, African descent is murdered or killed and there's a protest and someone says, well, you guys, do it to yourselves all the time. Like, what can we do to show that that is not actually the case or that's not acceptable? Okay, so I would like to break that that uh, my answer down into mm -hmm. segments. The first thing I would like to say is that black on black crime, that's a myth because of the fact that when people live in the same area, whether it's Caucasian, Latinos, or black people, they're going to commit crimes against each other because you're competing for the same resources. Mm -hmm. so that whole ideology is, right. you know, the majority of the crime that's committed against Caucasians is by upper Caucasian people. You know, um, I grew up 
in Long Island, New York, and we have plenty of neighborhoods that's Caucasian. And the fact is, when you hear the house is getting robbed or whatever, nine out of 10 times it's a Caucasian person. So <laughs> that right there is a myth. But even though I say that black on black crime is a myth in regards to the sociological term that they're trying to put it in, right? we cannot um, turn away from the fact that we do have a, pro a problem in our communities and that we do need to get it under control. And that starts in the home. Mm -hmm. um, parents need to be parenting. It's right. not the coach's job or people's, somebody else's job down the street to be a mentor to your child. If you don't want to raise your children okay. and give them the proper knowledge uh, that they need to be, a, you know, a, a person that respects their life and respects other people's lives, then don't have children. I mean, as hard as that sounds, that's reality. If you don't right. want to be a father or mother, don't have children. Right. Because it's not somebody else's responsibility to raise your children. It's your responsibility. Uh -huh. And don't blame the, uh, you know, they, they're like, oh, the rappers ain't doing this or the singers ain't doing this. <laughs> What are you doing? Right. Why does if you don't want to do if you didn't want to raise them, why you made them? Right. Why do these people have such a stronger influence on your child? That's your child. It makes why? no sense at all. That doesn't add up. Because no, it's it a doesn't. little scapegoat, it's the whole lack of accountability. Instead of saying, I didn't do my best or I That's wasn't it. as active in my child's life, it's okay, who can I blame? Um, okay, so I'm going to blame the educational system. I'm going to blame um, law enforcement. I'm going to blame my neighbors. I'm going to blame everybody that's not black. I'm going to blame um, every black celebrity because that's who my child looks up to. And it's like, okay, at what point do you turn around and you blame yourself? And, yeah. and that's that plays a big role, too, when it comes to the crime because I'm sure a lot of these parents know how your child is you know if your child is is prone to violence or you know if you see when they're young they're stealing you know that's something you need to nip in the bud before it gets out of hand but they choose not to because they think it's cute or they just they're embarrassed and it turns into an issue when you become an adult so a lot of these crimes that you see that are committed, I guarantee you, if you were to look into that child's childhood or that adult's childhood, you'll see the signs. But yes. we're, we're not paying attention to the signs. Uh, you know, I'm 50 years old. And let me tell you something. I've had my, you know, my time as a youth. I hustled. I did time. I did all that. And I didn't, not to make an excuse, you know, I didn't have any parental figures, et cetera, you know? So I went out there, I learned on my own. I became a man on my own. Mm -hmm. And there are societal factors that do contribute, like whether it's the education system, law enforcement, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But the fact still remains that if you're a parent, you need to be the one right. that has more influence over your child than anything else out there. Right. If you do not take the time to understand what is going on in society, whether it's law enforcement that has a system that's designed to target minority children over others, mm -hmm. or you don't take the time to realize that this education system isn't really designed to any educate anyone. Right. Definitely not people of pigmentation. Mm -hmm. That's your problem. Mm -hmm. That's your problem. Because if you if you understand them things, then you'll design your life in a way to strive to go around them things. Right. You know, there's no way I'm gonna have 10 children. If I'm just using that example, yeah, I mean, but it's out there. They got two kids, two children, etc. If I can't afford to take care of, I can't afford to give them the the support network that they need. Right. When I know that 
there's a society and a system that is coming at them so many different ways yeah. because I'm just setting them up to fail and that's my fault. Right. I'm gonna have to I'm, I'm gonna have to accept some 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 type of responsibility for that. If I have knowledge of self about what's going on out there, right? Why would I go make children just to set them up for failure? To set them up for failure. So if you don't take the time to even realize that these things are going on out there, it's definitely part of your fault. Right. And there's a whole lot of people that choose ignorance on purpose. Yeah. Because this is not the 60s. This is right. not the 70s. Information is as close to you as your cell phone. That's it. As yes. the internet. So if yes. you don't know something, you've gone out your way to mm -hmm. be ignorant. Right. You've gone out your way to be ignorant because trust me, when you turn on that TV, you're watching that reality TV. Mm -hmm. You're watching all that nonsense. You turn on the radio, listen to all that BS and crap yeah. that they playing. Yeah. But you won't take the time to learn the knowledge that's going to help your family. Mm -hmm. That's insanity. Yeah. That's I, insanity. That's nothing else but insanity. I agree. But you know what? You know what else it is? It's an excuse to continue to behave the way that they behave by saying, well, I didn't know. Because if you educate yourself, then yeah, you are definitely confirming that you're just showcasing ignorant behavior. But then, but then, if, if but then don't not cry. To, mm -hmm. But then don't cry when your kid is in a casket. Right. Or doing 20 years, 30 years, et cetera, because right. you you are an enabler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, enabler. You're an enabler whether you allow them, your child to come through that door and you mm -hmm. know that they're out there doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. If you're not checking on them to see you, you see them wearing certain colors or doing this and that. You're not done. You watch TV. Right. You know what the hell's going on. Right. So if you see all this stuff and you don't say nothing, you don't put a check on that, or the other side of that, you don't take the time to even learn, mm -hmm. then you're enabling. Yeah. I mean, that's that's questions. Because at the end of the day, you make a child. Right. You're responsible for that child. You're yeah. responsible for that child. And that goes for anybody. You yeah. call Asian, Asian, Latino, Black, whoever, you make a child, you're responsible for that child. Yeah. Not the government. Nobody, not, not Big Mama. Not, not the, the basketball superstar. Not the rappers, etc. Nobody. You. Right. Yeah. Deborah says, it seems to me the younger mothers that don't have time to pay close attention to their kids and what they are doing. That is That is true. When you have children at a young age, um, once you done pop that baby out, you trying to catch back up to where you left off. And now that child is being pushed off on the grandparents or really anybody that's willing to take a, take attention or, or be there. That's where you see these children become victims at such young ages to molestation and rape. Because mm -hmm. the mothers are pushing them off, or the parents are pushing them off to whoever wants to see them. That is true. You know, I I've seen it myself. Uh, my mother had four children young, and mm -hmm. you know, our our leaders in our community, you know, um, especially the church, because they, you know, a lot of people go to church. Mm -hmm. They're not speaking about these type of issues. You know, they should address these issues, whether it's health issues, um, right. being a parent, et cetera. You know, instead of you want to preach the gospel and get your $10 or $20 out of people, uh -huh. start really educating them on life. Give and them what's the, really out there. The real knowledge that they need. And that's yeah. something that young, they should be telling them, hey, you young, you ain't got your life together, you have no business having children. Be that's straight it. up like that. That's it. That's reality. And, yeah. you know, if a person can't take that you're trying to help their life out, they want, you know, they're looking at you being judgmental. That's their level of mentality is not there. Right. But you got to speak the truth regardless. That's it. So, so 
what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, you guys. You are tuned into He Said What with your girls Simply Bree and The Ron. And uh, we're talking about crime and culture, but we're going to have more topics. So you guys just chill out, relax, and uh, we will return in just a second. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new, innovative, new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now. Connecting people of color. All right, we are back, you guys. Uh, this is He Said What? with the girls Simply Brie and Theron. And what we are discussing right now is crime and culture. And I actually want to go into um, the next topic, which we are discussing issues within the Black community. Um, but the next topic that I did want to go into was even just social influences, because we are talking about how the, the public has a strong, a stronger hold on children more so than the parents. So we say, yes, you can't blame um, actors. You can't blame celebrities for the wrongdoings of the child. But how, knowing that they're being looked at as an influence, is there any role that celebrities play um, when it comes to a negative impact in these children's lives? Of course. Um, we would like to think that uh, <laughs> you would have the mentality that, hey, you know, I have XYZ amount of fans, you know, let me do the right thing. But a lot of people, they're not even on that level as far right. as mentality wise, of course, they're not going to teach their children to do that. You know, the same stuff that they may rap about, et cetera. They're right. going to let their children know, Hey, this is entertainment, but I want you to go to such and such school, get a degree and right. get a job or start a business, et cetera. Yeah. You know? So of course you would want a person. I, I shouldn't say one, you should expect a person to be of good character, but let's face it, there's all types of people in the world. And there's nowhere around that. We can't, we can't get away from the idea that the reality is that you have people that are rotten to the core. Mm -hmm. You have people that are bad, that have the ability to change. And then you have some people that are decent people. You have all different types of people. Right. And, and that's in every sphere of life. You know, you got you could walk up and down the busy street, pick them. And it's the same thing with entertainment. You have some people who don't care. You know, I write books. Yeah. And um since my first book, my first book came out in 2005, it was about two young African American women who become single mothers through different circumstances both striving to raise their sons to be productive men. Mm -hmm. And I used to get in debates with authors all the time, you know, who just said that if they write books about the streets and crime and violence and hookers and all that, that it's just entertainment. Mm -hmm. And my argument was that it's more than entertainment because anytime a person takes in information, um, if they're not at a certain level to break that information down, mm -hmm. it becomes a part of their subconscious mind. They begin to act it out. That's why you got a lot of people that are living the life that is on TV, whatever, whether they want to be that soap opera mom or right. that dude in one of these uh sitcom television shows etc mm -hmm. you know people are living these lives out in real life you know right so i understand this you know um but my upbringing is different like i mm -hmm. said i went through my situations when i was young hustling etc but i also became a five percent young mm -hmm. so i started studying um 
about a lot of things that we are speaking about right now. Mm-hmm. And I develop a grasp of knowledge of self and how important it is to be grounded and not just culture grounded in a good sense mm-hmm. of direction and life. Because if you don't control your food's footsteps, then somebody else will. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of just controlling your footsteps, because um, a lot of the times, and I didn't actually, I want to go back to look, living and staying healthy, because one of the things that you had mentioned um, behind the scenes was mental health awareness. Now, you you can identify, you can sometimes see based on someone's behavior when, okay, somebody may want to check on this person because this person may not, they, they have issues, unspoken issues that they're not addressing. Um, and it's not until they actually do something that now we want to reach out and say, hey, okay, that's not like them. Um, so when we incorporate that with the influence of society, it's a deadly, it's a deadly combination, right? Um, as parents, is there anything that you could recommend, um, you know, just being a black man, a man of color, anything that you can recommend to parents when it comes to paying attention to the behavior of the child, not necessarily what they're doing, but if this is something out of the ordinary, is there anything that you could say that you've seen that you wish others would have actually paid attention to? Well, the first thing I want to say is that growing up in impoverished neighborhoods presents an environment that is symbolic to being in a war zone Mm -hmm. because I don't care what community you're in, whether it's the high-end community all the way to the poor, mm-hmm. people commit, people are competing for the same resources. Mm-hmm. So when you have people that grow up in impoverished neighborhoods competing for resources that are very slim, that creates sort of like a war zone. Right. And and uh, uh, the result of that is sort of like PTSD, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of young people that are growing up in these neighborhoods are developing PTSD. Right. And um, unfortunately, there's the stigma in the black community in regards to mental health that it's non-existent or we want to ignore it because then you're deemed crazy. Right. But the fact is everybody, is a product of growth. So everybody is a product of work. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, you know, we're all a product of being uh, it necessary to work on ourselves. Right. And it's not about being crazy. It's just uh, a fact of life. Right. That all humans I don't care how wealthy you are, what your title is, et cetera. We're all dealing with issues. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we face them issues. And um, in regards to young people, um, definitely parents should speak mm-hmm. more openly with the children and find out what's going on with them because you know, let's face it, the school system does not have the support network that it should. Like, I remember when I was growing up, we had like counselor offices, et cetera, where we used to get called down. Right. But this was in the 80s. Now, you know, the resources are so slim that the kids are left, you know, young people are left to face these issues on their own. If right. they don't have parents, yeah. if they don't have parents that are on point who have the knowledge, like right. we're speaking about to find out what's going on with them day to day. Yeah. You know, to check on them. Because let's face it, they say that in psychology that a person doesn't really start to become self-aware until 
they're in their 30s. They're like 31, 32, 33. I believe it. So now you have someone that's 15, 16 years old mm-hmm. that is only exposed to life 15, 16 years. So they don't know much. They haven't lived much. What they know is what's on the TV, what's on the radio, the social influences that are in their community, in their family, etc. So if they're not getting the right information in mm-hmm. home, if they're not in a community that is a community, yeah, then this is how the media becomes so powerful. This is how uh the singers, the rappers become so powerful. This is how that character that's in that TV show becomes so powerful because the there's a breakdown and it starts yeah. in your home. <laughs> it starts yeah. in your home first, you know, because that is the main environment. That's the right. beginning of it all. Right. Yeah. I listen, it's it's so amazing. Um, because the things that you thought you knew when you were 18, and then when you turn 21, it's just like, and then when you're in your 30s, yes, you look back on your 20s, you're like, oh my god, I'm 50 years old. And let me tell you something, I, I'm, I'm saying that you know, I have a book series called Third Eye Awakening, it's dealing with self development in different areas. And I'm gonna yeah. say that I went through several awakenings, yes, you know, from 17 to like 24 years old, and then when I reached 31 years old, and then when I reached like 42, and then even now, I would say like last year. I don't know. I last year I just went through like a download of information that has changed my thinking on a whole bunch of things. Yes. And I'm 50 years old. And this is what happens when you get in the right state of mind, number one. Right. Like they say, uh, and you know, knocking, you know, seeking your shall find. Right. You have to be first in that right state of mind to seek knowledge. Right. You know, and then like I said, there's a wrong knowledge and a, a right knowledge. So you have to get on that path of right. right. So when we're dealing with our young people, if they don't have that guidance at home, if they're set out on the wrong foot, the wrong direction, it, it could be really detrimental. It could be fatal. Yeah. I mean, it could be, it's bad if, you know, you make it and, you know, into your 30s and 40s and have to figure out that, you know, your whole life has been a lot, but some of them life is so rough out there that they don't even make it. They won't even make it past their twenties. You know, no. I grew up, man. A lot of my friends don't got gunned down or that. You know, young. Yeah. And it, it happens every day. You know, I right. tell you. You know, I was. I mentioned a post on TikTok a while ago. It was you know, some young guy talking crap. I said, "Listen, I'm 50." I said, "Listen, let's be real. You know, it's rough out there." And if you don't have the right knowledge and you think you're invincible, you might not even make it to be right. 50 years old. I already made it to 50 years I'm not arguing with you. You're right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're not, there. You might not even make it to my age. Right. Yeah. That's just a reality. Yes. And that's just based off of the experiences and, and what you experience verbally and physically. That's not even mentally. That's not... And then that's not even the unspoken behavior and the unspoken words. And yeah, it's just like, it's so much to peel back and, and, and address. Uh, it's mind blowing. Um, so RG says a lot of the entertainers, so going back to um, the celebrities um, and the role model positions that they have as soon as they get into stardom, um, a lot of the entertainers are dealing with the same things the public is. So I can't expect them to have the tools to be decent role models just because they are famous or rich. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's true, too. Just because money, money doesn't change the person, you know. Right. The person might find himself in a career, become successful. That doesn't mean that they're standing on the right foot, it don't mean it. You know, you see it all the time, like people that are wealthy commit suicide, yeah, alcoholism, drug, you know, drugs, etc. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So okay, going into equal and adequate education. Do you think um 
we as African-Americans, Black, melanated, colored people, however you want to classify us, um, do we get an equal education um, from uh, toddler or even, I'm going to say daycare, because I learned something, right, in North Carolina. In daycare, in the North Carolina, in the North Carolina daycare that my son was going to at the moment, um, the daycare teacher told me that they are not to teach the babies how to spell. They're not to teach them their names, the phonics, nothing. They're not supposed to do anything when it comes to educating them. They're supposed to just let them play. Because Mm -hmm. what happens is when you educate these babies at a young age, and then they do go into the school system, they're already advanced. And because they're advanced, they're bored. And the teachers are like, there's nothing for us to teach them because they already know it. So it's literally like you can actually be fined for educating children in a daycare. And that was just at the daycare that my son was going to. Because I was like, why are you not teaching him anything? Um, and, And that was why. They're just supposed to lay there and play. So even from childhood up into college, do we really get a fair education? Oh, no. I mean, the United States uh, is the number one economic power in the world, and they're not number one in education. I don't believe, I, I don't know the number, but I don't even think they're in the top 10. Maybe they're in the top eight. I don't know about that. So that tells you right there, there's a problem. Now, as I mentioned, our situation is on like anybody else because our culture, everything was taken away from us. So this education system that they created was created for Caucasian people, it's not for us. Mm-hmm. Because when they started this society, they created this education to empower Caucasian people. So it's not for us on no level, whether it's kindergarten up to college, et cetera, we were better off in regards to education when we are in segregation when we were being taught by our own people. You know, the problem with that was the funding. You know, maybe we weren't getting the same funding Mm -hmm. that the other schools were getting, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But we were better off. In fact, it shows that we, that more um, creatives, more inventors were coming out of these all black schools during segregation and that we were more creative then than we are now mm-hmm. because a public education system is a system that dulls down your creativity they you know they train you they don't teach you how to be a thinker mm-hmm. and in regards to so-called black people in america by no way is our education equal how, right. it cannot be equal because we go to the same schools as Caucasians and the school system was designed to empower Caucasian people. So we're gonna get an adequate education. So they're right right there as a parent, if you're not taking your time to educate your child outside of that school, then you're part of the problem. Right. The shocking thing, right? So I looked up uh, where the US ranks uh, within the country's best educational systems. And we are actually number one. Um, Number one. Yes, for 2021. And this is on World Population Review. Countries with the best educational systems, 2021 best countries report. The United States is number one. Second is the UK. And Germany comes in third. Uh, Japan is number seven. Wow, that's that's amazing. Because when I looked it up, maybe it was (laughs) in 2021. It wasn't. But nevertheless, if we want to talk about black people, it's impossible that we're getting an adequate education because the education system wasn't designed for us. Right. And then mm -hmm. think about it. When you when we went to school, Mm -hmm. what did we learn about people of pigmentation or or African history? You learn African history as it started here in America. Right. Learn about before us building the first universities we didn't learn about uh what we did during the middle ages 
mm -hmm. um, in Spain and Europe, etc. No. We didn't learn that. We didn't learn that we were the first ones to inhabit India. We didn't learn that we were the first ones to build civilizations in Asia. You don't mm -hmm. learn none of that. You we learned the textbook friendly versions of U.S. history. No, you learn you, what you learned is the introduction of Europeans into a society because it's designed to empower Caucasians. So all the history designed, oh, the Caucasians went here. They found here, but there were already people there. So how could you find there? They went here. <laughs> they found people here. Oh, no. Yeah. There were already people here. So how could you find? You know, Can't this find. is the history you learned. Right. Yes. So that right there. And then you learn, oh, you were a slave and then you come out of slavery. So what does that do for a person's psyche? It's not. Right. Yeah. And then the interesting thing is like so many people are stuck on the 40 acres in the mule. And it's like, OK, can we what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when you get it? You I, I want to I say this, though. OK. I do want to say this. Since it is a fact that our education, our culture, everything was taken away from us, black people, just like Indian, how Indians, how Indians right now do not pay for education, right? Black people should not pay for vacation, should not pay for college education, none of that, mm -hmm. because it is a fact that you don't strip this bear of everything, and then we right. have to go out in the wilderness and find our way. So right. you're sitting back saying that why are black people doing X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z? Guess what? Yeah. Just had to start from ground zero and learn everything from the bottom up. Mm -hmm. So I don't see why our leaders, you know, our so-called leaders never presented the issue of free education. While we pay for college, and we know already know that college is a, one of the reasons why young people go in debt. Yeah, they Which come out of college in debt already. Yeah, so that already that already uh puts them you know puts them in a situation a yeah. to climb up that ladder. You understand? Right. Me? So right. since we already know that we are starting over in regards to education. We're starting over from economics too, because when they were let out of slavery, they weren't given 40 acres in a mule, they weren't given nothing. So right. $27 trillion was extracted out of black labor mm -hmm. in this country. Mm -hmm. $27 trillion was extracted out of black labor to not only build this country, but it went into the hands of Caucasians who have built generational wealth. So we're behind all these years. So I don't see why, number one, we're paying for education to go to college. And number two, we already know, you know so many, uh, so much information has came out in regards to what has, has happened with Jim Crow, um, the different uh, things that happened as far as them destroying black businesses, mm -hmm. taking land, you know, during this time, et cetera. In regards to business loans, et cetera, we should not have these stringent requirements that everyone else has because, hey, right. it's already been proven. You don't stole, right. you don't stole trillions of dollars from us. You don't right. stole millions of, millions of acres of land from us. So, yeah, we do have a right to complain about some things. We, at the same time, we do know that it's personal responsibility to get out there and do. But right. yet, if you're going to give to XYZ people, if you're going to yeah. give to XYZ people, you're going to give to B people, guess what? What about the people who built this country? Right. You don't owe them nothing? Yes, you do. If you can go give it to Afghanistans who come in this country, give them and give them a, a head up after you don't went to war with their mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. What about the 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 people that died on the trees, that right. died on these plantations, etc.? And that are still dying. Still dying, you know. So yeah, I I, I do agree with you mm -hmm. that uh Although a lot of black people are crying about the 48 years in the mule that we should be working, 
But on the other hand, this country does owe us. Yeah. We, and, should, and, not, we should not turn the cheek, dude, and let them right. get away with it. If you want to, okay, if you don't owe us, fine. Right. Okay, you don't give us nothing. But don't you give $1 to any what anybody else immigrants that come over here asians whoever don't give one dollar to anybody else if you don't owe us all across the board if, if you don't if you don't want to give us none okay but don't give one cent to nobody else right don't yeah. you want to give money to israel as long as you want to give money to xyz then you could do it for us too right i and you know what <clears throat> that's a good way to put it present present it in another way, presented on something that we can actually use right now. Because, yeah, we can use 40 acres and a mule right now. But we can also use uh, free education. We can also use tax-free. We can also use um, residential-free, where we don't have to pay for rent. Get us a house. Get us, get us transportation. Hey, give us a startup business, brick and mortar. Give us something like that that's going to help us generate and put back into the community wealth and knowledge. Yeah, I was saying I was saying to somebody the other day in regards to we shouldn't be paying for vocational or college education, number one. Number two, in regards to business loans, we shouldn't have to go through the stringent requirements mm -hmm. that we should have to take a course, et cetera. Right. Do, you know, the community development, et cetera. You know to make sure that you know we're qualified right. mentally to be able to do it but we should have them opportunities mm -hmm. yeah because I, I agree a thousand percent um and and allow us the liberty to have these resources that we can sell back into um our families you know exactly. um i mean it's, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's an eye-opener, everything that we're going through um, as melanated people. Um, I think that the more conversations that we have like this, the more we'll be able to get the message across the board. So um, I definitely thank you so very much for coming on and definitely bringing the enlightenment. I want you to please let people know how can they reach you online? How can they um, network with you? How can they purchase your material, your books? Please let everybody know. You got the floor. Okay, so you could go, if you want to purchase books, I write self-development mm -hmm. as well as fiction. You know, my work is conscious. That's what I do. Um, you go to Theron Shelman Media on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com books a million on social media if you want to contact me or connect with me on a professional level Theron Shelman Media on LinkedIn uh, I also have a TikTok Facebook IG that's under Theron Shelman Media and I also my books are not just in print they're also an ebook as well. I know there are some people who don't like the physical copies. So we have an ebook as well. All right. And I'm gonna go ahead because just in case they um they don't know the spelling. Um so across all media, um just take a look. Um Throne Shellman Media uh, is his information. Um, reach out to him. Definitely support what he has going on. I appreciate you once again for coming on. And uh, I would love to have you back on uh, later again within the season um, so that we can tackle some more of the other topics that we actually have lined up. So I appreciate you greatly. Um, I appreciate all of the guests, or not guests, but all of the um, listeners and viewers who are supporting this network. Um, I just want to continue to sow into your lives. I want to continue to help you guys not only acknowledge that, hey, we have a problem, but find the resources, find the ways, the solutions, so that we don't have to continue to be victims. Um, yeah. you know. I think that the more, the more you talk uh, about it, the more you look at solutions, you know, the more... Right. 
because it's not just about bringing up the problem. It's also at the same time thinking about just like, you know, what I was mentioning in regards to education and the business resources, et cetera. Right. Yes. And, and these conversations are, are greatly needed. Um, if you guys are interested in being a guest on the show, uh, definitely hit us up on social media. He said, what network? You can send us a DM. Um, you can send an email to info at he said what network.com. And we will definitely respond to you and give you that information. Feel free to follow me on social media. It's underscore simply Bree underscore. And um, definitely come back next week. Uh, check out the website. He said what network.com. We have four other shows up there. They all come on every day of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So please make sure that you check them out. Uh, let us know what you love to hear us talk about, and we will definitely move forward from there. So I appreciate everyone once again for tuning in, and I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. So good night. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. <laughs>